0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Stories About Luce's Booble Removal. I'm Luce, and today's episode is about bras. The thing about getting boobs is that you have to get bras. As soon as they start developing, there's this thing called training bras. I actually never personally went through that phase. I knew about it. It scared the heck out of me. I didn't want puberty to happen. I didn't like all this machinery about it. I didn't like that people were excited about it. I was just like, ugh. But... At some point, I did start wearing bras, and once that happened, I always wore them. I did not want to go interact with people. I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to do anything without covering and managing the whole breast situation. Now, I didn't wear underwires. I didn't wear padding. I wasn't trying to show off my breasts, and I didn't wear... These like really tight sports bras that would smush everything into like a uniboob and hurt your back and be really uncomfortable. I wore something in the middle. I don't know what that's called. It's kind of like a sporty bra, but there's like separate cups. And I could bike around in it fine and run around and and still feel like, you know, my, my breasts were, were managed and weren't like all over the place or ugh always wear a bra when I'm interacting with other people, except ironically, as soon as I come home, I take that sucker off. I do not want to be in my own safe space, my comfortable space. At this point in my life, I don't want to be with my partner while wearing a bra. Just, I don't like it. It's just like this wall. It's like this third party object yuckiness between us or between me and myself. I don't like it. So I always wear a bra when I go out. And as soon as I come in, I take it off immediately this is fine. This is a fine way to live. Fine enough. But here's the problem. What if an earthquake happens and I have to run out of the house without wearing a bra? Everything is flattened. Everything's destroyed. I could be living for days or weeks interacting with strangers without a bra or with the wrong kind of bra, like just finding some random bra, you guys get it. It's important to have the right one and I'm not talking about just size. There's a whole sense of security and confidence and this thing has to be managed, you understand? So I'm lying in bed at night trying to fall asleep and in my head I'm running through, okay, if there's an earthquake, what do I do? What do I grab? Obviously first I grab my bra because okay, I sleep in PJs, sweats and a t-shirt, that's fine. All I really need is a bra my favorite bra of course now do i need to start leaving it somewhere specific in the room so that it's easy to grab on the way out what if it's dirty what if i've put it in the in the wash in the laundry and it's not available do i now need to get two bras i mean this is this is like i mean just having two bras is kind of a big deal you guys understand now i said this episode was about bras and not emergency earthquake anxieties so i won't go into too much detail about the rest of the evacuation plan there was a lot running through my mind my partner she's a very practical and smart woman she's great in an emergency so i wake her up and ask her what she would do like i said she's very practical she gives me extremely sound advice she says it is 2 a.m go to bed it's obviously not advice that i can actually use but the next day she does come to me and say hey loose if you're worried about earthquakes You don't have to be. They're very rare. If it happens, we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. You don't need to worry about it. There's nothing gained by worrying about it, but sure, let's make emergency bags. Let's prepare. That's a great idea. So we make emergency bags. Let me tell you what is in my partner's emergency bag. Now, I told you she was very practical, very capable in an emergency. For one thing, she's CPR trained. And all of that kind of safety stuff. So she has like CPR masks and she has like a safety blanket and all of those sorts of things. She has water. She has like emergency food ration stuff. I, I don't know what it is. The closest thing in my mind is Elvin Lemba bread or something, you know, like you eat a single bite and it, it gives you all of your nutrients for the whole day or something. She has all this stuff. She has shoes. She has an ID. She has some extra cash. She's got it all. It's a very heavy, bulky, packed backpack. It's not like super heavy, like it'll be fine, you know? But she's got all the things, it's, it's very practical. If there's actually an emergency, you'd wanna go seek her out, she could help you. Let me tell you what's in my bag. My bag is pretty bulky too, actually. I've packed it full of things. First, my favorite bra, of course. Sure, I have to go find a second bra now, you know, to actually wear every day, it's a whole thing. But at least in, a, in an emergency, in an earthquake, I'll be comfortable and secure. And I mean that emotionally as well as physically. Two, I have really cool, really cool, like high top sneakers that are neon blue. They're so cool. I used to love to wear them, but every time I wore them, people would think that I was like some high school kid and they'd think that like I was out with my mom instead of my partner. So it was just like, I couldn't do it anymore. So great, you know, and in a case of emergency, at least I'll be able to walk around in style. Three, I have extra socks. This is, this is, again, this episode isn't about other things than bras, but I just wanna say I'm like really particular about always having clean socks. I always carry around lots of extra socks. I like changing socks, it calms me down. In, in an emergency, I wanna have extra socks to go with my cool shoes. Last but not least, probably the most important thing I have is boxes and boxes and boxes of tampons. Y'all, if you're bleeding and there's a whole emergency situation happening, this stuff is vital, right? Like I want to be comfortable. I want my partner to be comfortable in a post-apocalyptic society. Tampons are currency. I mean, we all know that women are going to be the ones getting things done, just making stuff happen. And we're all going to need tampons. I mean, not all of us necessarily, but I'm just saying the need for tampons is going to be high and I'm going to be stocked and I'm going to be ready. I'm feeling really good about my bag. I'm actually also feeling good about my partner's bag. And now that I'm looking back in hindsight, it kind of represents our relationship where we, we bring a lot of different things to the table and, and you know, that complements each other. You know, it's good that we're not necessarily duplicating everything. But anyway, we have these emergency bags. It's given me a lot of peace of mind. So that night when I'm lying in bed trying to go to sleep and that thought occurs to me of like, oh no, what if there's an earthquake? What do I do? I'm like, oh, easy. It just Run down and grab my bag. Do I grab my bag and my partner's bag? Or do I just grab my bag? Like, is she gonna be ahead of me grabbing her bag? Cause we put them in the closet. So actually, I need to go first because my bag's right there. And then she'll be able to grab her bag. But also, like, there's these two doors. And I'm just thinking in terms of efficiency, cause like now we also have these bulky items and like, you know, those cartoons where everyone's trying to go through the door at the same time and they get stuck. I don't want that to happen in, in an emergency. But is it more efficient to open the door and go through and then open the next door and go through? Or do you open the door? And like hold it open for the next person and then they go through and hold open the next door for you because like that, that seems really efficient, right? And the thing is the second door, it actually requires a key to open from the inside. There's an electrical buzzer, but in an earthquake, if the electricity goes down because everything's falling over and whatever, you can't buzz yourself out. You have to use a key but where's the key? Is the key on the bags? But then like, are you holding this bag awkwardly trying to open the door? Should one of us be responsible for doing the key thing? It's a tricky key. It's an old situation. This is definitely not up to fire code, by the way. So there's still a lot to figure out. Maybe we should do an actual fire drill. Don't get me started about fire anxieties. That's a whole different thing. But maybe we want to practice. Maybe we want to consider, should we be using other doors? Should we be going out the window? Where exactly are we going to stand when we get outside? Because, you know, if houses and electrical lines and trees and other things are falling down, the safety situation, it it doesn't end just because we get out of the house. That's okay. Dear listener, I want you to know that my anxieties around earthquakes, they went away. Somehow, by creating this emergency bag, that gave me some peace of mind that at least when I run out of the house, I'll be wearing my cool shoes. I'll be wearing my favorite bra. That'll all be managed. I'll have a ton of tampons. And I felt really good about that. Now, this is a story about my booboo removal. And while I'm not suggesting that my earthquake anxieties alone were a reasonable cause to get rid of my breasts, I do want to say that now that I don't have breasts, I don't worry about earthquakes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for another booboo removal story next time. And until then, stay calm.